to another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. I'm your host today, and today we are going to jump in to another installment of what we like to call Small Group Talks. I'm joined today in a conversation with my friend Adam Robinson, a staff pastor from our Mill Plain campus. We're going to dig into the topic of connecting to God through the Bible and prayer as we continue our conversation about different cultures that we're building into our small groups uh, in hopes that we will establish a good, strong, healthy discipleship culture, one where people uh, grow in their relationship with God. So we're going to jump in right now with this conversation, and I will catch you on the other side. Small group talks, man. Um, I'm looking forward to this conversation. We've been talking about developing different cultures uh, in small groups, um, and you know what is a culture? It's the kind of thing where you show up, and it's it's the stuff that you pick up from a group that they don't have to tell you. Just because it's so obvious, it's so clear. These are priorities for this group, and we want certain things. Specifically, we've been talking through a lot of different aspects of discipleship, and uh, so today we're going to take kind of one more piece of this discipleship journey, and that is connecting with God through the Bible and prayer. Um, and so, uh, not and so, there's a two part to this conversation. One, there's the personal because we can always probably use a little encouragement on the personal side of things, right? To, uh, to connect more regularly, more consistent, consistently with God uh, through the Bible and through prayer. But also then as small group leaders, assistant small group leaders, people that are thinking about being a small group leader, how do I intentionally then build a culture of uh, pursuing God, connecting to God through, uh, through these avenues? And so, um, so why don't you uh, jump in and just give us an overview. What are a couple of things we're going to talk about today? And then you can go ahead and just uh, take the first one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just shared the live love uh, link. It took me about 15 minutes to get my, my thumbs to, to get to the right place and then realized um, I'm using my computer. So anyways, it is up on Facebook now. So hopefully if uh, you want to jump into live love, there's uh, you can do that. But um, yeah, we're just going to talk through a few strategic things on how to really connect to God in the season. Um, the first one will be the first 15, which is a pretty familiar term in our culture, um, but um, but not necessarily a familiar term in in uh, all of Christendom. So I'd love to spend some time on that. Uh, the second will be uh, just the idea of journaling. And we have a very strategic plan that um, we'll present today. Obviously, you can use uh other plans, there's so many uh, ways to journal and connect, but we're going to talk about the here journal method. Uh, and then we're going to talk about a prayer, um, a prayer plan focus where called the pray method. Uh, and then just talk through some you uh, version Bible plans that you can do as a group as well um, or individually. So yeah, some great, um, great next steps. So the first one I'm going to talk through uh, is the first 15, and uh, I can't talk about this without giving honor to where honor is due. Just so appreciate uh, Pastor Mark, Pastor Susan Jones, our prayer pastors at Mana House, been the prayer pastors at Mana House for good grief for decades, um, as long as I can remember. Um, so impactful in my life personally, uh, and I'm sure uh, everyone that knows him has been deeply impacted just by the support and the care, and ultimately, um, He's just uh, someone who connects with Jesus and then in turn 
uh, shares that love and encourages everyone to connect that way because that's where all of our strength and comes from is in that relationship with Jesus. And so uh, big shout out. Love you, Pastor Mark. Uh, and so uh, the first 15, um, we'll share it here on the screen. But uh, basically, when you first wake up, giving God the first um, is the most important. There's, you know, when you wake up, if you look at your phone, there's for if you're like me, there's a couple of text messages, there's um, some notifications that probably don't need to be there, but they just kind of constantly bombard. And so um, actually not even looking at the phone, but spending uh, the first 15, you know, 15 is kind of a, a suggestion, you know, it could be an hour, it could be two hours, it could be four hours, like just giving God um, the first, you know, there's the first fruits, first fruits principle in the Bible. And uh, the idea is just give God uh, the first of the day uh, and, and give it to him. And so um, there's the 40 day worship challenge has been a thing that has impacted my life. And I know impacted so many and that's just uh, starting your day in worship at the feet of Jesus. And, um, you know, we, we've talked about this um, a little bit before, but there's the song, turn your eyes on Jesus, look full in his goodness or in his wonderful face and the things of earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And, you know, when we, when we spend the first 15, uh, just looking into the face of Jesus, worshiping him, uh, the things that we deal with are so minute in light of eternity, in light of what Jesus has done. And so um, not that the struggles that we face aren't real. They are real, of course, but, but uh, in perspective, um, when we just surrender afresh, worship, uh, give Jesus the first 15. And so uh, what we've got here, if you go to first15am.org, uh, Pastor Mark has actually set up a, a website with a lot of great resources, uh, and this is the 40-day worship challenge, just to kind of dive in. There's also the, the first 15 surrender prayer, uh, and this is a great prayer to pray every day, uh, just surrendering your heart afresh to God, um, his, your mind, your will, your emotions, uh, and just laying them at the feet of Jesus, and then walking into the day. Um, just with an, a, a heightened sense of purpose that, you know, the life we live is not our own. We are actually um, called to live a life that goes beyond ourselves, that's, that shares the love of Jesus with others, because uh, we're basically his ambassadors on earth. And so um, I really encourage you, uh, first 15, encourage your groups, uh, the people in your group. Um, I, would, I would suggest asking each person individually, you know, as group leaders, we ask that we pray for every group leader or every group person every day by name. And so it's a great follow-up, like, hey, I was praying for you today in my devotion. By the way, I'm doing the 40-day worship challenge. Have you ever considered doing the 40-day worship challenge or do you do the first 15? Um, and if not, I'd love to walk the journey with you. Uh, I'll text you every day for the next 40 days. We'll do it together. And it's just a, a simple way. Uh, the resources are there, but... Uh, just a simple way to help disciple and continual, continually help people in your group to take their steps. So uh, that's that's what I would say about the first 15 myself. Rick, what else would you no, add so, to that? It's so good. You know, it's really the basics of the 40-day worship challenges. He always says, you know, it's, it's three things. It's a set time, it's a set place, and it's a set plan. So you want to make sure that you set the appointment. What time am I going to get up in the morning? You know, I just, just roll your alarm clock back 15 minutes and then just set that time and then know where you're going to go and know what you're going to do. I've been uh, reading a fair amount 
um, just about the the limited resource of willpower that we only like willpower is a finite source of energy and so if you use up your willpower on kind of silly things or um, that you know that just waste your it wastes your willpower you end up running out of juice uh, to accomplish some of the things that you're trying to accomplish and so uh, set time set place set plan um, and I love how you just it's real simple you know just have some worship music listen to worship music engage your heart with the words of what's going on in that worship music help you connect with oh yeah you're here you're real you're big you're bigger than my problems you're bigger than my worries and my anxiety and all this stuff and it just allows us to connect to God in a really powerful way and and then practically how do you surrender your heart to God uh, well the nice thing is, is with that surrender prayer, I mean, just reading through it takes close to 15 minutes. It's, it's that long. And, and I actually just read it, praying it. And I just, I just pray it to God as I'm reading through and just so many good things in there. So much scripture, so much, uh, great reminders. And so, um, that's excellent way to start. So, um, and like you said, engaging your small group in it together is such a beautiful way for us to grow in relationship with Jesus together. So we say, hey, let's do this together. I'm gonna text you, not in a like, oh, hey, are you meeting with God? But just like a, hey, good morning. Hey, we're here together. Um, and uh, so, hey, Melissa, just uh, it looks like Adam put the website on in the chat for you um, to access the surrender prayer. It's, uh, there's a couple of download options uh, on the website. And so uh, we, we might even come back towards the end and show you how to do that, but um, you should be able to check that out right on um, first15am.org, like Adam put in there. And so now we'll go to the next one, the Here Journal, um, and that's uh, now we're we're building the discipline of meeting with the Lord every day. And one of the key ways that we do that is through the Word of God, um, and because that, that's the the number one way that that God has revealed himself to us and so if we're going to worship god we might as well know who we're worshiping we might as well know more about him and what he's all about and what his plan is and and that's revealed in the pages of scripture and so um but you can't just come to the word of god and just read and then go about your business like you can't just go like walk away unchanged but the hear journal those it's h-e-a-r kind of like listen you know hear hear the word of the lord um the H stands for highlight. And so I like the, the word starting there because it, it indicates a level of expectation that I'm coming to the word of God expecting to hear something. And, you know, having a journal, I actually have mine right here in front of me. You know, I got, you know, and I got my pen and um, I actually, I'm kind of a geek. I have, uh, well, it's over here. I have my little Bible highlighter. Um, I get them at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I love the Hobby Lobby ones. And they're, if you use the 40% off coupon, you get it for like $1.19. It's great. So, um, so uh, I digress. But uh, so I had a boss. And if I told you uh, my boss's name, Adam, you would totally know this person. Um, and, and so one time I, uh, they were like, hey, hey, Rick, I need you to come to my office. And I was like, okay. And so I got up and I went to the office and I showed up and I'm looking at him and I'm like, yeah, what, you know, what can I do for you? And he's like, um, you didn't, you didn't bring anything to write with. And I'm like, uh, no, you just told me to come, you know? So I came, you know, and 
He's like, well, I don't, I don't ever want you to come into my office without something to write with because you need to just expect that I'm going to be saying something. <laughs> yeah, this portion of our program is brought to you by Hobby Lobby. I wish, you know, um, and so don't ever, don't ever come into my office without the ability to write down what I'm going to tell you. Okay. And, and actually on a, in a spiritual level, that's a pretty, uh, pretty great thought right there is never, never come to the word of God without the ability to, to write down what you're getting from your interaction with the word of God. Expect God to speak to you, expect him to show up. And so just that expectation that God is going to highlight something to you in the reading of scripture and you need to be ready to record it. So, um, so I actually literally have a highlighter. And so I come to the word of God and I, and I read and I just wait for that thing that the Holy Spirit is going to point out to me. And, and then I highlight that section. And then the E is explain. And I just want to uh, make some notes about what does that scripture mean from the author's perspective. So here's where having a study Bible uh, maybe having a little bit of helpful resource along with you while you're reading the word of God, because there's a big old giant, you know, context chasm we have to cross to like really legitimately correctly understand the word of God, um, which on the podcast that we've been putting together for uh, quite some time, we actually have like six whole episodes with Lanny Hubbard. Um, and actually on the church website, manahouse.church, we have um, access to a whole uh, five or six, I think it's five session uh, webinar on how to study the Bible. So um, we've got some great resources there to help you learn how to study the Bible. So the explain is to first and foremost, understand what does the Bible actually mean in that, in that scripture so that we don't just walk away applying scripture haphazardly to our lives, thinking that it means something that it actually doesn't mean. Um, and then the A is apply. Now, it was very interesting uh, because I was actually talking to my kids last night and they were, they were like, dad, I don't get it, man. Like the A and the R in the here method, they just seem exactly the same, like apply and respond. And I said, well, okay, that's, that's interesting. I wish you would ask me these questions before bedtime. You know, <laughs> it's always <laughs> like when you're trying to go to bed. And so, um, so I, I actually went to bed kind of with that on my mind. And I was like, how do I explain to an 11 and a 12 year old um, the difference between apply and respond? And so here's kind of what I, here's one example that I came up with. You're reading in scripture and, and you're reading a verse and it says, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. And, and I go, you know what? The Holy Spirit just like prompted my heart in the middle of that, that the Lord is my source and my provider. And so applying that to my life, the application, because that application to the original audience, the Lord is your provider. Like that, that was pretty clear, right? Um, so I know that what that means applied to my situation is that he is my provider. Now the response, the R, so now we're, we're doing the A and the R kind of together here. The R, the response is now, what am I going to do or intentionally think differently today in response to that application. So if I now know that, that he is my provider, how am I going to act differently today? How am I going to respond to the word of God? And so am I going to be more generous today? Am I going to be more faith-filled? Am I going to bring any of my anxiety or challenges or frustrations with maybe my current financial circumstance 
to the Lord with a greater sense of expectation because I know that he's my provider. Am I going to, is that what I'm going to do? And so then we will just be able to, you can journal, journal it out. Like, how am I going to respond today to the truth that's been revealed to me? Or if the principle that gets revealed in scripture is pray at all times without ceasing about all things, then I, well, you know, and again, I'm picking ones that are easy to apply from, or, you know, original context to my context. So what am I going to do today? I actually think the R is critical because sometimes we get so busy thinking about this great principle, like, like, or yay, God is my provider. And yay, I'm so encouraged today that he's my provider. And I walk through the rest of the day feeling encouraged, but I don't do anything different. It doesn't change the way that I live my life. Well, that's a miss, right? Because just because I've now like fluffed up my emotions a little bit today, like, huh, yay, you know, like, or I know that I'm supposed to pray at all times, pray without ceasing, pray, you know, about all things like, okay, um, are you going to do it? <laughs> are you going to, are you going to make some adjustments in your schedule today to actually walk that out? And so that my friend is the long, short version <laughs> of the here method, highlight, explain, apply, respond. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I uh, put some of those notes into the chat uh, for people to, to write down, but it's a great way to, to move forward. Um, the next part we want to move into will be the pray method. Um, obviously, we've journaled the word of God. As we're praying, uh, there's four key um, things that we like to focus on. Uh, the first is just praise. Um, and uh, we talked about it in the first 15, but praise God, like get your heart in an attitude of thankfulness. Um, get your posture right before him. It helps us um, know our, our right perspective. You know, he is God. We are man. Uh, he has, you know, blessed us. He's, you know, the word of God speaks very favorably about us, but he is still God and we are still, um, are still, uh, you know, a work in progress to say it nicely. Um, so um, understanding how, how blessed we are to be chosen, how blessed we are to be called, how blessed we are to be uh, heirs with Christ and just surrendering afresh in a thankful praise manner. You know, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Some of those uh, Psalms are just, just scattered. So many praise, um, praise Psalms, just pray, praise God as you go through the Psalms. And the second part is, um, is R and repent. Uh, and that's the idea of um, saying, God, search me, um, know all of me. And if there's anything inside of me, um, come and speak to me about it. You know, Psalms 139, 23 and 24, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's such a great posture to take it's you know as we go about our day that that surrender humility is not it's not something that you look around the world and you see people with this posture but this is the posture that you know as followers of jesus that we should take is is uh an open book before the lord an open book uh hopefully an accountability relationship whether it was is with a your group leader or with those in your group as well um a pastor whoever it may be but just a heart of repentance, uh, but every day for sure in, uh, in daily devotion. The, la uh, the second, excuse me, the third, so I get ahead of myself, or behind myself, uh, is ask. 
um, you know, make your request known to God, uh, you know, Philippians 4, you know, talks uh, about these, but, um, you know, your petitions have to be brought before God. That's where we bring our requests. And hopefully after we spent some time in, you know, praise and repentance, like we really search ourselves. What are we asking God for? Our heart should be then in, in tune with his heart and his will. You know, I, I don't ask God for that Lamborghini like I used to when I was, was younger. And if God wants to provide that for me, hallelujah. But I'm so <laughs> grateful that I have a car that gets me to, to work in church and um, it keeps my kids safe. And it's just got a heater that works. Um, but, you know, I ask God, I try to ask God, you know, according to your will, God, because um, again, my heart and my mind is in uh, a proper perspective place. And the third, fourth thing there, I should really number these beforehand uh, instead of trying to guess <laughs> what number I'm on. The fourth thing is yield. Um, you know, and it's just that posture again of surrender. Like, God, I've made my request, but you are God. You are sovereign. Like, if you come through the way I think you should come through, that's that's not for me to decide. You are God. You will decide. Your perfect will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, we want this healing right now. We want to see it on earth. But God, you're you got a bigger plan that um, ultimately, if it doesn't go the way we think it's going to go, you're still reigning. You still win. You are still God. And my response to you will not change. Like my circumstances are not uh, or my relationship with you is not dictated by circumstantial outcome. It is founded on who you are your goodness your grace the word of god uh, and i yield whatever outcome may come to you and uh so that is the pray method um that just a great way to approach prayer uh in connecting to jesus each day yeah i love it you know like praise god get your heart right remember who he is compared to who you are um so that that's all kind of adjusted repenting is the place where we remove lies out of our life that we've been living by and believing and replace it with the truth of God. And we say, you know what? I, because the word repent is, you know, the, a changing of your mind, right? A changing of direction, a changing of your mind is the ways that we've been thinking that are not right. We surrender those and we, we ask for forgiveness and we, we receive the truth of God and we begin to walk in that truth. And that sets us up right again, like you're saying, for the way that we ask God. And then the catch-all is the yield, because then we then you can then you can literally you can ask God for anything. You can you don't have to worry about like, oh God, can I ask you for that Lamborghini? Because you know what? You can ask, like, there's nothing wrong with wanting a Lamborghini. Now it might be a materialistic, self-centered thing. Um, you know, and, and the Bible talks about it, right? Like you, you have not because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask out of the wrong motives. So we know like, hey, this isn't a new problem. But what I love about putting the yield at the end is if I ask for that Lamborghini, but then at the end I say, you know what, Lord, in the end, man, I am just so submitted, surrendered to your will. God, I want what you want. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Then then it, then it doesn't matter, right? Because in the end, we've placed our heart on his altar and we say, God, it's all yours. Right. And I was actually trying to make notes, Adam, while you were talking, but when I would type in my comments, they would just disappear. So I don't know what was going on. But anyway, so, um, and now as we, you know, we're talking about connecting to God through the word, through the Bible and through prayer, um, I, I know that uh, sometimes people come to the Bible and, you know, like I'll 
my my bible like who this you know it's like wow that's that's kind of a thick book you got there you know like where do i start what do i read you know like okay you tell me you want me to connect with god through his word where do i go and i love how you were talking about sabbath rest in the last time that we got together and you were talking about um you know during the christmas holidays um connecting with god by reading through the gospels and just spending time thinking about who Jesus is. Like we're celebrating the Christmas season when Jesus came, might as well spend some time thinking about who Jesus is, right? What he brings, what he's provided for us. Um, and, and so there's actually a really cool, you know, you know, we're obviously a third of the way already through December, crazy as that is. Um, but there's a, on you version, so on you version, there's all kinds of Bible plans. Like uh, you can read through a book of the Bible. You can read through the old Testament, the new Testament, you can read by topic, you can, I mean, all kinds of stuff with devotionals, without devotionals. Um, and so, uh, what is going on, David? Good to see you, man. Glad you're joining us today. Uh, sorry, and I uh, get distracted. So, um, is a couple of, I'll, I'll mention a couple of plans that I really like that I've used before. Um, and so the reason why I believe in Bible reading plans is because the Bible is so big and so vast, um, and we can tend to read the same things over and over and over and not get the full piece of what God wants to work in us. And so um, one, if you want like really intense, you like really want to get in and read a lot of the word of God, there is a Bible reading plan out there called Professor Horner's Bible reading method. And it is 10 chapters a day. And it's a lot, but it's uh, one chapter out of 10 different sections in the Bible every single day so it's not quite as intimidating as trying to read like 10 chapters of leviticus in one day um nice thanks for tuning in while you're on your lunch break that's awesome uh, hopefully we can uh give you some spiritual food while you're eating your physical food so um so the professor horner's bible reading plan is legit and the cool thing on the Version app is you can invite um, everybody in your small group to read the same plan together. And then when you're getting together in small groups or text conversations or phone calls or Zoom meetings or whatever, you actually have stuff to talk about on a spiritual level because you're all reading the same things. You go like, if, especially then if you're all practicing the here journaling method, then you're actually looking to see what God's speaking to you through the word of God. And then you can connect and go, man, uh, when we were in John chapter four, you know, the woman at the well, like, dude, I, like God was just totally downloading this crazy thought. What do you think about that? And then you could be like, Rick, um, you know how we've talked about properly interpreting the Bible? You're way off, bro. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Help me understand. Adam, Adam's always helping me understand. It's so great. So, um, so the professor Horner's 10 chapters a day. And I know there's some people out there who are like, whoa, that's too much. Um, there's some really other some other really good plans out there. One is uh, the F260, the Foundations 260 plans. They have a whole Bible version and then they have a New Testament version um, that are both really cool. And uh, they actually have memory verses that you can, uh, that if you want to kind of guide yourself through uh, small bits and pieces of scripture memorization, uh, phenomenal to do as a small group. And then lastly, again, like if you want to go kind of crazy, for a season, like you're saying, read through the gospels uh, or whatever. There's one out there called new through 30. Again, there's hundreds of Bible reading plans. So I'm just picking a couple new through 30 is the new Testament in 30 days. So it's like, 
every once in a while, it's just really, really good to just dig in deep and read a whole bunch and just like flood yourself with the word of God, you know, because we get inundated with all kinds of garbage from culture and media and Facebook and la la la, right? All that stuff all the time. But sometimes we just need to take a season and go, you know what, in the next 30 days, I'm plowing through the whole New Testament. And I'm just going to I'm just going to see what God's going to give me, you know, like, what's he going to speak to my heart afresh? Right. What about you? Have you had any like Bible reading plans that have been specifically helpful to you? Yeah, there's, um, there's two that I've done. Um, one is we've actually done together mentor like Jesus. Uh, it's, it's a little bit shorter. I think it's a three week if I remember correctly, but, um, yeah, we did it as a group, uh, and every day we were able to then, uh, kind of reflect in a group chat inside the Uversion app as we read it, but it was scripture strategically pointed out towards how to, how to help disciple people, how to be a proper disciple of Jesus. Um, so that's been a great kind of a short-term one. I've been doing uh, one called the Bible in one year with Nikki Gumbel. Uh, Nikki Gumbel is um, an Anglican priest in London, I believe, but he's uh, developed the Alpha course, which is a great, um, a great discipleship tool um, on personal growth and kind of foundations of Christianity. And uh, what he does, is he does a little 15 minute devotional about what scripture you're going to be reading that day. Uh, and they, there's a little bit out of either Psalms or Proverbs, and there's a portion out of the New Testament and a portion out of the Old Testament. You go through the Bible in a whole year. And uh, it's been great just to have um, a little bit of almost like uh, a context, you know, as you before you read it of um, what the scripture, who is written to, what's happening in the day, uh, kind of some of the commentaries that you would get in a Bible study. It's already kind of pre-broken down before you, you get into the word. So as you're reading it, like you almost feel like you can be uh, sitting in, you know, maybe in, in Ephesus, you know, in 70 AD and, and just kind of feel like you're receiving that letter from Paul and the encouragement means that much more to you because you actually understand a little bit more about what is being spoken of and so uh that's two of them that i've really enjoyed for sure that's awesome yeah i just say just get into the uversion app and just uh just start checking it out you know go for a little you know bible plan hunting you know and just see see what you can track down and find and, and you know ultimately i think man just have fun like don't okay. make it a big drudgery a big thing and, and don't you know, like I said, the 10 chapters a day, that's a, that's a big thing. And for a lot of people just starting off, that could actually just set you up for failure and end up being a discouragement. Well, then don't do that one right now. Like don't, don't step up to, for this huge thing, you know, just take your time and just step in little by little and, and man, come with expectations. So uh, I think it's been a really great plan kind of laid out here. First 15, get your heart started, just come into the presence of God because as you make him a priority, the Bible says, if we draw near unto him, he draws near unto right. us. And, and there's a connection that happens. And as we begin to hang out with him, then, then our heart becomes stirred to know more of him. And then our desire for the word of God increases. And, and, uh, and a great picture that was painted, uh, John Bevere actually tells a story about, you know, when he was younger, he's like, man, if you'd had like uh, freshly baked salmon, or a Big Mac, and you presented me with the option. He's like, I would have picked the Big Mac every time, you know, and, and twice on Sunday. <laughs> He's like, but over time, I decided I needed to eat different. So I started making different 
dietary decisions and I started picking different kinds of food. He said, so today, if you offered me the same option, I would pick, I would pick the salmon any, any day, like without fail. He said, because I, I changed what I fed myself, I changed what I hungered for. And, and I think there is a deep, deep truth that happens there. At some point, we, we have to, uh, and I, I tell people this in, in marriage counseling stuff all the time, is you have to act lovingly uh, before you feel lovingly. Like, don't wait to feel lovey-dovey toward your spouse to act lovey. You know, like, don't, don't wait until you have the emotions about the thing. Do the thing that you know is right, the thing that you've committed yourself to, and the feelings will follow the action. So I say loving feeling follows loving action. And the same is in our relationship with God, that we are commit, we've made a commitment to him. We've asked him to come and be our Lord and Savior. And so we need to act as if that's true. Like, act like he's your Lord and Savior. Act like he's your source and your provider. And, and then guess what? The feelings will follow. And so... Um, I think this has been a super cool. So first 15, hear journal. When you come to the word of God, come expectant. Um, when you're praying, re you know, praise, repent, ask, yield. And then, man, do it together. Do it in community. Yeah. Get in the Version app. Find yourself a Bible reading plan. Invite your friends. Do it together. Fellowship around the word of God. And you'll see it come to life because... I mean, really, that's how they interacted with the Word of God, primarily in the first century church. They didn't have Bibles. It was like going to the temple and, you know, having the, the weekly scroll reading, you know, and they'd read through the scroll and you, that's what you'd chew on for the week. And uh, so, you know, again, it's not about quantity and like plowing through large sections of scripture, but just take the little bits that you're doing and, and dig in. And so... Uh, all right, one final parting shot, Adam. I always love the the last parting shot that Adam throws out there. Yes, I'm going to go with, um, I think you made a, a divine comment uh, off the cuff earlier, but you mentioned um, chewing some portions and seasons and shutting some things off. As we move into the new year, we always do 21 days of prayer and fasting. I'd really encourage you, use that as a time to shut off social media. Even if we are on, I know we're such a, a huge draw for you. You can always come back and check this out later, but yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, shut off the news, shut off social media and use that time to really just devour the word of God. Uh, as you spend extra time in prayer and fasting, it's a great time then to do something like the, the new Testament in 30 days uh, in the midst of that 21 days, you know, obviously you'd have to add a couple days or do a little bit more, but Start uh, get a head start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can give you a plan if you need. Just text me. I'll, I'll help you build something. But anyways, uh, yeah, spend time prayer and fasting with extra word and no social media. All right. There you have it. Another great interaction with small group talks, uh, talking about the concept of connecting with God through the word of God and through prayer. Hope that you found today beneficial, helpful, great resource uh, love it if you would think about two or three friends right now that you could go ahead and share this episode with them and help strengthen them in their ability to in, you know, connect with God in their own personal life, but also in their small group to be able to lead more effectively and that we would might 
see more people grow in their relationship with God. Um, love it if you would go to wherever you access your podcast and like and share and rate and review the podcast. Would love your feedback. You can reach me at growingfaithpodcast at gmail.com. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments for future episodes. With that, we just say a big hearty God bless you and have the most amazing day.